Hi, everybody, and welcome to Organizing Life's Daily Demands. I'm Peter Gordon. I'm the president of New York Financial Organizers, and I'm here today with Cynthia Perthius. And uh, did I get that right? I always yeah. struggle with that, you know. And um, Cynthia is in a very interesting field, and um, I'm, I'm thrilled to, to have her to uh, have a conversation. So how are you doing today, Cynthia? I'm good. Hey, Peter, thanks so much for bringing me on. I, I love to have a chance to talk with you, but also with other people. Yeah, and, I, and that's the purpose of this. <laughs> that's the purpose of this uh, podcast is because it's it's a conversation between us that other people could use to their benefit. And um, right. it works so well. I mean, and it's funny because we know each other through networking. And essentially, this is expanding that world through, you know, obviously the video, but even more so through uh, through audio. Correct. So, um, Cynthia, give us a little background about what you do and then also what brought you to where you are. Sure. So what I do, what my, what my team, my company does, is we help people as they age make some decisions around that aging process. And in that aging process, that might include where are they going to live or how are they going to be taken care of as they decline in age? Because we all, we all are going to decline. Not, it's not when, it's if. And I came to this business off of several decades on Wall Street. And I had parents, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm in that sandwich generation like most of us are. I had kids going off to college. I had a really busy job in New York City. And my parents were declining in Texas. And my sister lived there with in Texas, close to them, but not next door to them. And it was—it seemed like it was a crisis all the time. I was getting phone calls in New York. I was traveling a lot, and I was having to be there to um, to help my sister and to help my parents. And when my parents eventually died, I started getting phone calls from other sandwich generation adult children who said, "How do I do this?" And my dad's doing that. And what did you do? And I thought, as an entrepreneur that I am, this is a business. Yeah. And so I came into this business, and I wish I had had me, is what I always say, when I went through that through that time. Yeah, I know. I have a very similar story, very similar story with, with aging parents, and then saw how went in, in my process of helping them, I was like, I can do this for others. Mm-hmm. And so tell us about um, being a senior advisor and senior care advisor. Sure. What we do is we, we do a lot of things. So I'll just try to list them off very specifically. We help people if they want to go to assisted living or to memory care or to skilled nursing. And if they go to memory care or assisted living, that fee is paid for by the community. We have contracts with every, pretty much 99.9% of every community in the country. And while I focus on New York City and I focus on Southwest Florida, because that's where where the clients are, we can help people all over the country. So that's one thing we do. The second thing we do is we do some consulting work. We have a program that we call Peace of Mind Visits. And our clients are people who didn't use us to be uh, placed in the first place. You know, well, let me back up. You know, we live in a global society. We don't live next to our parents anymore. Our parents and grandparents don't live in the back room or live in the mother-in-law's apartment. Most of us live far away. My children live in California. I lived in New York. My parents lived in Texas. We provide these visits that are once a week. We go put our eye on your loved one. And what that does is it shows the community that there's somebody there to take care of them. We also take unlimited calls from the family. And we do family facilitation calls. 
um, and help those families figure out what they should be doing, how they should be doing it, and when they should be doing it. How, how long have you been doing this? Um, we just started that program in January, and it has been really successful. That's a great service we need to and, talk about. Yeah, it, well, let's talk about it a little bit right here because it's really great. One of the things that we found is that assisted living is so costly. It's very expensive. And maybe you have a long-term care policy that pays for all of it, or maybe you saved to pay for all of it, but you and your children expect it to be something that sometimes it's not. And so, so especially some of these very expensive places, they go in, and I will tell you that 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 the adult children believe that that their parents' steak should be cut up, chewed up, and fed to them. They feel like that their parents don't have, shouldn't have to do anything. Yeah. But really, what we yeah. help them, yeah, we help them manage their expectations, and we help them understand that that assisted living is just what it says. It's a system to live. And so we just help them understand and we go and put our eyes on their on their loved one because maybe they live in Pittsburgh and their parent lives in Manhattan and they can't get there. It's not easy to get from Pittsburgh to Manhattan. And so we're that person who just puts our eyes on them. Yesterday I had a client and I picked her up. She's in memory care. She doesn't have any children. But she does have a godson who loves her very much, but he lives far away. I went and picked her up. I took her to have a donut and some Dunkin' Donuts, you know, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Came back. It made her day. It made his day to know that someone was there to do that thing. It's not about health care. It's not geriatric care management. It's just putting your eyes on them. The other thing that it helps is it helps the management teams at these communities who have these kids who call and say, mom didn't get her meal at the right time. Dad didn't get to do this. I don't, you know, the, the nurse didn't tell me what the medications were. I can be that go-between between the management and the kids. I know in my situation, when my father moved, for the first three months, I called every day with a complaint. Every day, five, five days, business days. Five days a week, I called the executive director. I felt like my dad didn't have a shower at the right time. I didn't think the food was right. I felt like that they needed to have more putting clubs on the putting green. I called every day. And after about three months, she said to me, you know, this might not be the right place for your dad. I didn't call her again ever, ever. So these, you know, people who love their, their loved one, their person, they're going to call a lot. And these executive directors and management save a lot on their plate. We can be more professional with that executive team. So is this exclusively for people who are in assisted living or independent living? Um, or is it, do you do it for other people who have not gone in? Do you do it as a separate service? We do it as a separate service for other people who have not gone in. We charge a monthly rate of $1,500 a month. And we see them once a week is our, is our guarantee. We see them once a week. And we take unlimited phone calls from the adult children. It's really good. That's really, really good. And again, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't con conflict with the geriatric care manager who is helping with a, with a care plan. We're just there as almost like a dial a daughter. We're there to go and see them and just tell them somebody cares about them. I think it's great. I think it's great. And also you're, you're, you know, you're act as a companion, you know, you get to know them. And, um, I know that in the work that we do, when we go to see our clients, our clients look forward to seeing us. Mm -hmm. um because of the you know the connection the emotional connection 
which is why the pandemic was so hard. Correct. So this is this is like it's like companion plus, really. Companion plus. We 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 really only commit to an hour a week. But for example, another client that I had who's in a in a memory care um, in Florida, they have pools in Florida, and they have some pools in New York too. She didn't have a swimsuit. And so she wasn't getting to the pool, but no one really knew that until I was there and I said, everybody's going swimming. Why is she not going swimming? Oh, she doesn't have a suit. I walked out the door, got in my car. I went and I bought her two bathing suits, brought them back. That woman needed to be swimming. But people don't think about those things when they're not living close to their loved one. Right. Um, And so how do you find your clients? Um, I find my clients in a variety of ways. We have relationships with large channel partners, if you will. So religious organizations, um, uh, professional unions, and those we we do uh, work with them. We also have a program called the EASE program, E-A-S-E. So it's employee assistance for senior care. We work through corporations and help the corporations offer this as a benefit to to their employees. Because taking care of of seniors and working with your family is so counterproductive to the workday. And we know that there are a, a lot of people every day that can spend about 20 hours a week trying to find care solutions and oh. making phone calls. And so we provide this through corporations. We get a lot of our clients that way as well. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. And, and then of course we have referral partners like, like you and other people who refer us from their clients, but, but we focus on that that funnel of, of people. Yeah, no. Um, and and so Senior Care Advisor is is a, a the umbrella organization, correct? Correct, correct. Senior Care Authority is the umbrella. Sorry, Senior Care Authority. Um, yeah, no, that's great. And and is there a cost for your services? I mean, you did mention the 1500 but what about placing somebody? If we place someone, that fee is paid for by the communities. And sometimes people will say, oh, well, we don't want to work with somebody who's going to cost us money because they think that that my fee is tacked on to their rent and care at a community. But what I can tell you is our fee comes from a different budget at a community. And we're paid out of the marketing budget, if you will. Part of the way the community looks at us as a pre-qualification system, because the amount of time to to answer all the calls that they may have to answer with people who don't qualify, either medically or financially or socially. So we can provide that form and save communities money. So they don't pay us for that. I was just going to say that you're really saving them a lot of time. That's on that side. But on the other side, you're educating families. Mm -hmm. Correct. Confusing. It's a confusing world out there of, Mm -hmm. uh, of senior care. People don't understand it. And I know from my dealings with you and that it's not just, you're not just educating people about what institution that could go to, what, what comp, you know, what um, community, what community, thank you, <laughs> what community they could live with. You're, you're giving them all the options. And it's really, I know from experience, that's a very full service um, a product you offer. I think what people have to understand and think about is we're agnostic to which community you go to. Because our goal is that our clients move to a community one time. And our goal is that it's the right place and that it works for them. So but since they all pay us, we can, we can, we're just going to take you to the places. And when I say take you, 
we go and do tours with you and we help you find the movement, move people to get you moved. We help you get your uh, medical evaluation forms for the state filled in. We help you with everything. And sometimes if it has to happen, we help you negotiate pricing. Now we can't, we can't get you 50 off, but we can help tighten up it for your budget. Um, you said you, um, you help with assessment for the, for the state. What, tell, tell us more about that. Sure. There's a medical evaluation form that is required of everyone in the country that has to go into a community, into assisted living community. They have to have a medical evaluation. It's really like a, like a physical and traditionally people will go and get that form done at their primary care doctor. But when COVID came in, what we find is that no one really wants to go into a doctor's office unless they're sick because they don't know what they're getting there. So to just go in for a, this little form to be filled out, number one, is not something they want to do. Number two, um, they don't, um, it's hard to get a doctor's appointment. So we have services that we work with that we arrange who come in, it's paid by Medicare, and they come in and they fill out that medical evaluation form. And that form is one of the hardest parts of getting moved in because they're not always filled out correctly, takes a long time to get into the doctor. We're able to make that move happen within 72 hours. If someone says we need to move quickly, wow. we can make that move within 72 hours. Yeah, and what's also important about that is a lot of a lot of seniors do not have geriatricians as doctors. They have primary care people who are not necessarily experts in working with seniors. And obviously you are, and then you, I'm sure you deal with uh, activities of daily living. And mm -hmm. so you're matching them with the right uh, services. Correct. Correct. I think something that's important in, in New York City, as an example, is, you know, school teachers kind of want to live with school teachers. Interesting. And we know where the school teachers are living. Um, we yeah. know where the kosher communities are. Right. We know how to set up kosher um kosher eating opportunities, even in communities that are not kosher. We have relationships where we can get those things taken care of. There's all those types of nuances that are important to where people live. Is, are there, uh, what are, you know, uh, communities for teachers? Where do they <laughs> congregate? Well, I'm not going to tell you, but I will tell you, because uh, I don't want to give away my secret sauce. But there are places where I can remember one of the first clients that I worked with who absolutely did not want to go, didn't want to go, didn't want to go. And she was a school teacher and had been a school teacher. And when we walked into this one community, she looked around and she said, I know you. I taught with you. You were the librarian at my school. I know you. They, they are, we get the phone call later and, and they'll say, I didn't realize that all the school teachers were here. So, you know, there, we, we know where those are. Right. And, and, I know a number of my clients, and including my first "quote unquote" client, my mom, that was a school teacher, and they have, you know, they have significant pensions and often saved enough money that they can afford the, um, you know, the assisted living in the right place, correct, uh, with the right services, and, correct, um, correct. They're a unique breed, you know. We I also have the ability. A lot of times, our clients will call us, especially in this school, while we're on a school teacher topic. They'll call us and they'll say, um, you know, my mother has memory care issues and we need to find a place for her. And my question will be, do you have a long-term care plan? Right. And they say, I don't know. We can help them find out if their mother has a long-term care plan, whether it's in New York, whether it's in Utah, no matter where it is, 
we can help them find that out, even though mom is has dementia. Right. Well, so it's very interesting that people wouldn't know, but that's happens all the time. Yeah, happens all the time. And another way, another thing we help people with is find benefits through the VA, because there are, you know, as you, I'm sure you're aware, aid and attendance. And when we have a widow that we're able to get an extra $1,500 a month towards the pay for, I mean, it's, that is life changing. for oh, absolutely. It's significant. Life changing. Yeah. Well, this was great. This is really, um, this is really enlightening and uh, it's great to see you again. Um, and uh, I don't know if you have, you want to close with anything in particular. You know, one other thing I want to talk about that we also do that's different. You and I've talked about a little bit last year. We do a program that's called Beyond Driving with Dignity. And that program, we sit with someone who probably shouldn't be driving or maybe is thinking about not driving or, or probably their kids are thinking they shouldn't be driving. We help, we sit with them and we help understand why they drive, how much they enjoy driving. And we listen to them so that they can self-assess whether or not they should be driving. And we also work with, the, again, with the adult children to say, what are you going to do if dad's not driving? That is a very powerful product that we have. And we do a lot of speaking around that as well. Um, and also on speaking, I do a lot of speaking nationally. Zoom, Zoom has really changed my world in the ability to reach out to people that I would have never been able to get in front of. And so I do continuing ed for social workers and and nurses, but also um, it's about educating the public because people don't understand assisted living. They think of assisted living as their grandmother's nursing home. And assisted living is a cruise ship on land. If you like to cruise, it's a way for people to become socially engaged and extend their life by by being around other being around their peers it's not a nursing home yeah um one other thing could t- tell us about memory care because that's a very Im- important term that's thrown around and i don't think people understand it sure memory care you know that the the there are five million americans that suffer from alzheimer's and Alzheimer's is just one piece of dementia. As we get older, we're all going to kind of not have all of our memory as well as it should be. I have a neurologist friend who tells me that when people get worried about dementia, and he says, if you go to the car, to the parking lot and you're looking for your car and you can't find it, that's not really something you should be worried about. Okay. If you go to the parking lot and you're looking for your boat, that is something that you should be worried about. So that, people... That- I'm going to use that line. That's use that line. and that makes me feel much better. <laughs> it, it makes me feel better every day when I'm when I'm forgetting someone's name or I'm thinking. Right. You know, our brains, um, as we get older, it's just like anything else. Our skin gets wrinkly. Our brains get a little slower. So that's not necessarily dementia, but dementia is when you're you're really concerned about your person and your place. You don't know who you are or who other people are. You don't know where you are. Um, and so memory care is this beautiful piece of the product that that when you get to that point and you're at danger to yourself or others, or you're at danger of walking out into the highway, you know, the, the, the day that my father went into memory care, because I struggled with it and did what a lot of people did and denied it. Oh, he's not that bad. It's okay. I'll cobble it together. I'll put a camera or I'll put an alarm on the door. Not sure what how I was going to save him when I was in New York City and he was walking out the door in Texas, right. but I thought I could. 
Um, but when I got the call at 3 a.m. from the police that he was walking down the street to the grocery store in his pajamas, I wish we hadn't gotten that far. It could have gotten, it could have been a lot worse than it was. But memory care protects people and it gives them programs, people who are in memory care, there are programs that they love. And I know sometimes people say, well, I, I just can't see my parent playing the hokey pokey or sitting in a chair with a scarf. When I'm in working with my clients in memory care and I see the joy on their face as they sing, play the hokey pokey, I join in because I wanna see how, why they're having so much fun. Um, it's good for them and it's good for the families because the families can go and live their lives and come and be a spouse or come and be a child. My favorite times with my father at the end of his life were watching Anthony Bourdain on the Food Network and having him tell me stories about being in Madagascar. And my sister said, he never went to Madagascar. Did you tell him? And I said, no, I asked him what he ate. So memory care is a beautiful place, although people get frightened by it, but it's a beautiful program. And I, I know I've experienced this with, with a, a few clients who need the memory care and they're, they're not really getting the services they need at home just from an age. It's very hard. And, um, it, it's uh, very hard. Um, I, I believe that, look, I can, I can visit and be with my memory care clients and have and enjoy it and they enjoy me and we have some wonderful conversations, but I can only do that for an hour oh, yes. because I can't, I can't do it. No. And so when you have an aide with them who's trying to do that for longer than an hour in their home one-on-one, -on -one, that's difficult for the caregiver. Very hard. Very it's hard. just almost impossible. And there is a beauty of being in memory care. It's yes. just a beautiful thing if you find the right place. That was great. So thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that was a wonderful conversation. And um, you want to, I mean, when we post this, there'll be information about, we would all your right. contact information, obviously. And um, I really appreciate the time and education. I mean, that's, I've done that is that my conversations with you. I it's would, always good to talk to you, Peter. Likewise. Okay. Thank you. Everybody, and I'll see you with my next podcast. Yes. Great. Thank you.